The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by Unity.org. Discover the transformative power of inner voice, a tarot deck of affirmations. Explore your true self, seek guidance, and find empowerment through ancient wisdom and modern insight. To learn more, visit go.unity.org forward slash tarot. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is the Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Welcome to the Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Worcester, and we will be taking your calls today. And trust me, you want to call in and get in the queue because you want to talk to my guest today. They'll, uh, he'll be doing psychic and intuitive, uh, psychic and mediumship readings, whichever one you prefer. But the number here is 816-251-3555. Again, 816-251-3555. Five, five, if you'd like to get in the queue. So just a few calendar notes um, on July 10th, which isn't too far away, hard to believe. Um, I'll be a part of another online event where two worlds meet, an evening of mediumship and spirit art with myself, Rita Berkowitz, Janet Nohavik, and Laurie Sheridan. And you can find the details oh. on my website at laurawooster.com. Or if you'd like to hear more you know, about more events coming up in person, believe we're, we're actually starting to you know to go into in-person events soon online or in person you can follow me on instagram and i am intuitive laura on instagram or you can subscribe to my email newsletter on my website again that's laurawooster.com and um huge thanks to everyone who attended the online mediumship demonstration with myself and laurie sheridan and deanna fitzpatrick on friday evening and thank you for all the kind emails, letting us know how much you enjoyed it. And I, I think we enjoyed it as much as you all did. And and because the three of us were chatting about it afterwards. And, you know, when people attend these events, um, what people see and hear are medium speaking. But when we deliver messages, you have to remember it doesn't come from us at all. And we're just as much of an observer of the process as anyone who's watching the demonstration. And I'm always amazed how brilliant those in spirit can be to give, get us to deliver the information to us so that we can translate it for you. And because, you know, when it comes right down to it, we're just translating a different language. We're just translators. It's simple as that. But, you know, um, you don't have to be a professional spirit translator or a medium to make the connection to your own loved ones in spirit. And my guest today is going to share how you can do that as well. Um, and, and he's also going to do a few readings for some lucky callers. So let me bring on, bring him on without further ado, my dear friend and colleague, our author, spiritual teacher, medium, John Holland. Hey, John. Hey, Laura. Hey, Laura. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Always. So, so tell me a little bit about what's going, like, what, um, well, first of all, let's talk about what you've got going on. Like, what's what's going on in your world right now? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what exactly what I think that's, and I know we're going to talk about mediumship, but that's one thing I want to bring up that's really important because 
um, this one thing, you know, with, when I talk to uh, students of mine who are students of mediumship, sure. that they're so driven to work, 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 develop, 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 that we forget that we have to sometimes step back and that by stepping back sometimes is just as important as developing and doing the work. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm, when I said nothing, it's um, <laughs> it, I'm just on a little hiatus because ever since COVID in 14 months, I haven't stopped. And you have to remember, everyone, you are the vessel. You are the vessel. You're the, you're the antenna. And you got to take care of that television set, per se. And the, if you have a top television that's in working order, then the signal is going to come in much stronger as opposed to a television set that has, uh, you know, I was going to say tubes. I don't even know if they have tubes in them anymore. Uh, you know, the, all the wiring inside. So you have to take a break uh, once in a while. And I have to honor that also. And But when, you know, COVID happened, Everything changed, as you know, for a lot of people, especially the way I work, because I'm a vent. I do a lot of events. So it, had to, it was a new way of working. And I did, a, you know, started a membership program and online events. So I'm just taking a couple of weeks. I'm still involved with my soul community, my people there. But just a couple of breaks to replenish your physical body as well as your spirit and trying to get enough rest. And I'm right today on this rainy day. I am just straightening up house projects that have been uh, on the back burner. So. Um, I wanted to come on with you because, you know, this is great and, you know, you reach a lot of people. So um, just taking a break for, a, but it's kind of hard when you're the product and you can't walk away from yourself. So you have to really, really work. And for all the people out there developing and for those who don't understand uh, who are, uh, go to mediums or intuitives, it's a balance for us. It's physical and spiritual. So and like anybody, though, Laura, right? Everyone, it's like a balance of your physical life and your spiritual. So try to honor uh, both sides. Oh, yeah. And, and the tendency, too, for mediums and anybody who does any kind of work that helps people is we tend to say, oh, sure, I'll help you. And it's like, wait a second, I need to back up and take a break here. It's like you can't always be plugged in. So for you to do that, it, it takes a little bit for you to say no. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you want to help as many, many people as you can. Exactly. And, you know, yeah, you, you just try because, you know, you're, you, you give and, you know, but you got to give back to yourself once in a while. And this is a, an important time for extreme self-care um, for everyone. Oh, totally agree. Exactly. I think people are surprised by, by that because everybody's thinking, oh, once we start coming out of isolation, that things are going to be all better. But people are realizing, oh, wow, things don't feel the same as they used to before, um, before we all went into lockdown. Um, things, perspective has changed. Um, you might feel, some people actually using the word trauma around how they felt around going into isolation and recognizing that for what it was. That really is. People were traumatized by being shut off by people they were used to seeing all the time or, or routines and things. And, and coming out of that is a, is a huge pivot. So, so I just went to, uh, I know we're off the, the cuff, but it is all about energy. Okay. I just went to a graduation party at someone's house. Everybody was vaccinated, so it was okay. It was safe. But it's a little odd. You don't know whether to hug a person, shake their hand, bump them, <laughs> elbow them. Or, you know, or give them a, a pat upside the head, you know, so it's, really, it's, gonna take, it's going to take a little while, everyone, to slowly integrate the way we were, uh, and, and we will get back there, and we will get back there, but, and it doesn't, I know we're talking about mediums and psychics, Laura, but it's, it doesn't matter if you do this work, every physical, every person has to understand, you have to take care of your auric 
body, your spiritual side, your energy centers too, because you're constantly picking up stuff too. So, you know, it's not just for us, it's for, it's for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, let's pivot to, to the topic at hand here, the um, mediumship. So what do you, how important do you feel is the belief in that it's possible to connect to spirit on the effect of that well, connection? Well, I think it's number, I mean, I don't mind, I mean, at least have an open mind. You yes. know, there's skeptics, which, which are fine. Skeptics are saying, you know, show me. Uh, cynics are, you know, they're basically, okay, if their mother manifested right in front of them, they would try to say it's a 3D projection from the, from the prism of a picture, from the clouds, from the coming through the glass. And you know what I mean? They just will not accept it. But I believe if you want a loved one to connect with you, um, or you got to have some type of, uh, at least have an open mind of that. And what's this? What's the saying, Laura? When you be, uh, when you believe it, you will see it. Um, as opposed to, yeah, the, the saying "seeing is believing." Well, believing is seeing. You know, just turn that around. So it is how it is helpful to have to believe that it is possible. And you have to let go of what you see in the movies, everyone. Energy cannot die. It's a fact. Okay, it's quantum physics. It's it's Freudian. It's 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 been done. It's molecules. It's cells. Energy cannot die. It just simply transforms. So use that. Use science uh, if it that helps open your mind. And and we're we're attuned enough mediums um, to connect to other people' uh, energy and start uh, hearing, feeling, or seeing the in, information. So yeah. Do you think there's, um, speaking of Hollywood, because you just mentioned Hollywood, that's one thing. So don't ever compare this experience to Hollywood and what, what's, how it's portrayed from Hollywood. But do you think there's any one movie that really kind of, what's the closest translation that you've seen in a movie to the experience that mediums have? Mm, good question, Laura Worcester. Mm. I know, my, I know uh, my choice on that. <laughs> uh Maybe I think pretty close without being uh, very dramatic. Uh, you saw Matt Damon in the movie Afterlife. Yeah, hereafter, uh, right? Yeah, hereafter. I, it, it wasn't so dramatic. It, it was, it, you know, the twin, uh, a twin, a young boy lost his brother, and the brother uh, is letting him know I'm still around. That I, I can't keep, you know, it knocked off his hat and you know let him know he was there. But I think that gave a good one. What What do you say? And then I'll when you whatever you say, I'll probably be like. I, yeah. Okay. Good. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. This, the the Matt Damon movie. Yes, that was probably the closest experience I think to what we have as mediums. And you know, it really wasn't overly. I mean, there was obviously it was a bit has to be dramatized for a movie, but but that that experience is pretty close. Yes. I, yep. And think about it too. The movies have to have a dramatic flair to it. So you know the, uh, but I don't like the way that they show scary how spirits on the other side come through and showing themselves just like when they passed um, and, you know, to the person. Um, although when someone comes to us, Laura, as you know, for everyone, if you're, if there was an accident, your loved one is not coming to me, showing me how they looked before they passed. I may feel it. Uh, they may tell me, but they don't, you know, they're not going to appear to you uh, like they were as if they had an accident or something. They're just giving me that validation, that evidence. So you know who it is. And, also, I'm very careful if someone passes that way, tragically, um, impression versus expression. I'm not going to give every detail what I'm seeing to the mother that I'm, you know, they know they've already been through it. So, yeah, so the movie Hereafter and just let it go of what you see in Hollywood. Enjoy the movie if it's great, but it's not it's not fact. Right, right. But it's, it's pretty close, though, from 
Yeah, so it's um, so and I know I know you have this happen a lot, and I do too. I have clients who who come to see me, and they just want to know. I just want to know my mother's okay. I really want to know she's okay. And because we're coming from the, the spiritual perspective, I mean the spiritual, the physical perspective, right? Like, how can they be okay if they're not in the physical body? Like, what what advice do you give to people about that? That they really are okay to help them to understand exactly where their loved ones are. Um, I I try to like look at it like, hello. Yep, still here. Okay, there you go. Sorry. Um, I I try to tell them uh, that they are looking at it from a physical perspective. That they don't. I try to tell a mom, a dad, or a, a husband, or a wife, or. Uh, someone lost their grandmother. They're thinking in physical terms, physical terms. And, you know, it's funny you you asked that because I had a woman uh, come to see me once. This is a long time ago. And, and I said, your son is okay. She goes, how can it be? How can it be okay? He's dead. And I'm like, but he's not. And and I had to open her up a little too to explain to her uh, that you're thinking on a physical term. Uh, they They have no more body. There's no more pain. Uh, they don't have any of that jacket, which we call the, the you know the physical body anymore. So I try to uh, explain it to them that way, um, you know, uh, on an, use an energy, you know, use the analogy of energy. And when they want to say, uh, "Is my loved one okay?" I'll always say, "They're fine. We're not. They're fine." <laughs> you have to. They don't realize. A lot of people don't realize, Laura. We came from the spirit world, and we're going to go back to the spirit world. That's the real home. That is it. That's why when people say, you know. Um, as we're getting older, it's like, where did time go? Life here is very, very, let me say it again, very short. It, it happens in a blink of an eye. I was 40 yesterday. I wish. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> All right. But I was. I yeah. was. And when, what happened? And then when you look into the mirror and you see the outside, you don't feel like it on the inside because the soul doesn't age. The spirit doesn't age everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, um the other thing too, um, where was I going? Oh, I just want to say we are taking calls today, and pick three numbers. That's so I'm just going to give you a hint. Pick three numbers. <laughs> so we're going to go to callers in just a minute. Um, and it's yeah, there's one um, there's one description of what it's like to be in spirit that I of, I often recommend Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me, because she was able to be in spirit for a short amount of time and to really understand right. what it's like to be just a spirit, and so they wonder, like, how, how do, do they know that I'm okay? They know I still love them. How do they know? But she was literally able to sense and become a part of the consciousness of all of her family. And right. I, which I, I love that book, and I always recommend it. Um, it gives us a chance to, to see what that's like, you know. So um, definitely check that out, people. If you haven't read it. Already. Well, that's a good. I mean, with all the books that I've written, I've talked to many people, and I know Raymond Moody. I know Anita. Um, and Raymond did this, he's the one who coined the, the phrase, you know, NDEs, the death experience. It was him who put the name to it. And I've talked to many people who have gone to the other side and have come back and they gave us, uh, what they've seen and how it changed their life. So we ha- we've already now years ago, Laura, they didn't have equipment to resuscitate people and bring them back, but it's always been there. They, people do their, uh, people looked into history. It's been there for hundreds of years, but we didn't have the c- capability, uh, you know, right now, I mean, back then to resuscitate people. So more and more people are coming back and saying, guess where I just was. And this is what I saw. And it's true. And they given facts, actual facts 
of stuff that they couldn't possibly have known until they talked to the people here. So it's, it's the, uh, people who have passed over and come back. There's proof right there that, yeah. you know, that there is an afterlife. And when Anita was there, everyone, when your loved one passes, they don't immediately know how to connect. Anita said that when she was over there, she was in the, she saw them in the, her family in the operating room, but she didn't know how to connect with them. And, you know, it takes, I think it takes, uh, maybe she gets taught of how to do this. It's energy. It's projecting your thoughts. And that's how we pick things up. It's through our aura. We're heightened when we're doing a reading, like, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, when we do today for some people. Yes, exactly. So, yes, we are taking calls today, 816-251-3555. And it looks like our lines are already full. So, great, but get in the, keep calling people. If, in case someone drops off, you can pop in. <laughs> okay. So, John, how would you like to um, take the questions today from the callers? Well, this is, this is what I like doing. Because of the speed of the show, um, mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen with uh, this work, guys. You can't call them. Um, it's I am not in control of it. Those that come through, come through. And if, if your loved one doesn't come through, it doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they're not there. It just means now is not the right time or I'm not the, the medium for you. So I'd like to have a little fun with people too, though, Laura. I always say, you know, I started doing it a new way. Uh, give me three numbers. I, I like to use numerology. Um, and then I just go into that. It may be a psychic reading. I'd rather them not ask me questions. Am I going to get a job? Am I going to meet someone? Um, will my boyfriend leave me? If you're asking the question, I think you know what the answer is, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I'd rather just let them know, let me go in there psychically. If the mediumship happens, which it probably will, um, we'll just take it from there. So just work with me, everybody. Whoever gets through, you're supposed to get through. And if you don't get a mediumship reading, but you get something intuitive, um, if I bring out something that I see for you, then, then that's great too, Laura. And I hope people are okay with that. Yeah, I think they will be. Just just to talk to you, I'm sure they'd be happy. <laughs> okay. So let's get right to it. Um, let me go to Michelle in Kentucky. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. So so honored, John and Laura, to get in today. I'm so glad. Oh, you hey, called. Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, and give me I what? Give me. Give me. Pardon. Give you what? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Okay, let me, um, I forgot, Laura, you get there's a pause in, on, this, on the show, too. Let me have three numbers, Michelle, one through nine, at the top of your head. Seven, four, nine. Okay, great. All right. Let me just do this for you, Michelle, okay? So seven, spiritual, four, foundation, nine, endings, right? So it, it's right now, there's some type of foundation that you're, that, that, that you're setting up. But as you set up a new foundation, Michelle, just remember some of this, Michelle, all right? Um, seven, I can see you know, that's the most spiritual number um, out of, you know, in numerology. Four is foundation, nine is ending. It just seems like there's a new foundation that's going to be happening or is happening right now. And when you set up this new foundation, Michelle, don't worry if things drop away. Okay, anything that is, doesn't fit you anymore, anything that doesn't uh, for your highest good, it doesn't resonate with you, it's going to fall away. All right. And it's just making room for uh, more things that are coming in here. Michelle, is, um, does that make sense, Michelle, to you? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, as I'm with you, what I love about doing the radio and telephone, Laurie, I don't know what they look like. I don't know how old they are. I don't know if someone's older and you look, maybe they lost someone. I don't like looking at the person. Uh, well, of course, in public I do. But uh, uh, Michelle, um, immediately what I'm picking up here, all right, I feel like I have a dad figure that wants to be acknowledged. Okay. But am I right, Michelle, your dad is still here, please? Yes. Okay. Did you know his father? 
Um, not real well. I was a baby when he oh. died. Okay, uh, both just just say yes or no, darling. Is did have both grandfathers passed over? Your mom and dad. Yes. Uh, dad, I feel like I got a, a grandfather figure. I don't know what side of the family um, that I'm on here, um, but I feel I think it's which. Yeah, they're telling me yes. Which grandfather did you know the best? Obviously, your mother's. Yes. No, fathers. Oh, oh wow. Okay, that's fine. Because I want to let you know, whoever it is, it's like no, they know me. So either you met them or you spent more time with them too. And Michelle, have you been on stage? No. Where where is the person that studied uh, music or where who um, living or past who played who was in the band who would have performed on stage or in choir or or something like that please? Oh gosh, I'm not real sure. I mean, we we all can sing and play music, but I'm not sure who performed in my as far as my family tree. I have a, okay. a, a nephew that's in you know living that is a performer. Right. Have you been on stage yourself? No. I just feel like this grandfather's acknowledging the person who says he's making me aware. Now, if that's his nephew, is this his grand? Is this his like great grandson or something? Yeah. If it's your nephew, okay. Mm-hmm. And he must be. He must be doing. This is not like just doing karaoke night, right? He. This is. He's making a career out of it or something. Yes, he is. Yeah, because I'm hearing. I saw them on stage. He's encouraging this too. And you say your nephew. This is your sister's kid. Yes. Yeah. Right. Aren't you the godmother? Um, no, not necessarily. They're not real uh, into that. And in, in that particular part of my family, they're not, you know, he hasn't been okay. that pastor. All right. Are you in touch with the nephew? Um, maybe once a year I see him. Okay. So let's just see if they arrange this where you see them. And I know you're not going to just spill, you know, like, Hey, I was on the radio at this meeting. We said that the, the grandfather is just proud of the person who's singing. And I think this, this, uh, I feel like a star quality. How old is this kid, please? The nephew. Um, he's about 26, 27. Yeah. Watch, watch how he progresses also, um, with this. Okay. What did you want to ask me, Michelle? Well, my husband's in spirit, and, and I just would like to see if he could send me a message. I just haven't felt him around in a while. Okay. And you know he's okay, though, Michelle, correct? I think so, yeah. Okay. What happens, Michelle, is a lot of times that they show up when they pass away because, um, you know, because you're grieving so much. You know, this is for everyone. And then what happens is, um, you know, you, you believe in the afterlife, and then they then – they, uh, go visit other people, they, they do something else. But sometimes they're not there as much because they know that you know that they're okay um, also. But um, am I right, too, though, you two have a child? Yes, three three boys. Right, okay, all right. And are you sure that and this is, and not one of those kids have been on stage? Well, my son actually is in film school, but he, but he hasn't been on stage yet. Maybe that's what it is. My, my oldest son is in film okay. school. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm failing, okay? Now, this, this is how it, okay, everyone thinks it's so cut and clear, Laura. This is the language, all right? I feel, and I'm not going to take away that grandfather situation, okay? I feel father. That's why I said, you know, father. And then I feel in the business or on stage, all right? So it's either the grandfather, and I know it's not multiple choice, all right? But it's either, I just feel like there's some guidance to someone who's in the arts or who's on, who's on stage also, okay? I hear you, sir. Um, this is an illness that takes your husband, Michelle, please? 
Yes, he was mentally ill. He died of suicide, okay. unfortunately. Okay, okay, my love, because I don't feel, I just feel like there's some type of illness. And if it is the mental, this, is, this has been going on uh, for a while. And, you know, my mom's favorite flower is a white rose, and I'm not a flower medium, okay? But he's handing you the, uh, bless you. You had a real, fu- you had a funeral for your uh, husband, please, or a service? Yes. Did all the yes. boys put, the, yeah. Do you understand the one flower that they put on his grave or put in front of him, please? Yes. yes. Okay, because he's saying, I got the rose. And this is how I work, Laura. They got to give me more than that. It's like, because we all get flowers, but I feel like each boy gave like one flower. Was it a white rose, Michelle, or was it what color, please? You know, I can't, unfortunately, I can't remember the color, but it was uh, who roses. Cares? It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But each boy must have given like one rose or I got it. Yes. And, and I feel like one of them, you, either you've taken one. A lot of people do this. They take one from the, um, from the uh, you know, from the service. And I feel like one is being like there's one rose that's petrified, meaning it's going to, you know, it just freezes. You know, it just passes. And then, it, you know, in a dry rose. So yes. um, I feel yes. that, too. And why is he telling me, are you wearing him now as in the necklace? Um, no, I don't have anything on that, you know, that I'm wearing if, that he's given me right now. Okay. Was he cremated, sweetheart? No, he was buried. Okay. Okay. I feel like there's a special necklace that I'm supposed to focus on. All right. And I don't know if it's the, uh, the kind that you open and there's a picture in there or what, but I know, I know he's there, but he, he's, he's thanking for the rose. I hear you, sir. He's kind of bossy too, Michelle, with the greatest respect. <laughs> all right. Uh, he is. I mean, he's a guy guy too. And we're into, uh, Laura, I'm watching the time, so don't worry. Um, are we, um, we're in the month of June. Can I say happy birthday right now in June? It's close, but his is July okay. 1st. Okay. Well, your husband's? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. And, and I want you to remember uh, when it comes around his birthday, too, uh, Michelle, and for the boys, too. Um, he, he's telling me you're forgetting somebody else in the month of June, Michelle. Uh, you, you don't need to figure it out, but we're forgetting somebody, right? His mother is still here, Michelle, correct? No, she just passed over right after Easter this year. Okay, in what, April or May or something? April. Okay, all right. There's another, there's another significance in June that he's making me aware of, all right? And you just say to him too, Michelle, um, what's his first name, please? Ed. Ed. You, tell, you say to Ed or Eddie, Ed, look, Come to me any way you want, all right? And because the way he passed, Michelle, I don't want you to ever think that he's not okay. He's already with people. They never go home alone, okay? They never, ever go home alone, all right? So I know this was fast, but remember, there's a whole new foundation that's happening with you too, Michelle, all right? And some things are ending, but because they need to, all right? In a good way, yeah. all right? And new stuff is coming in. All right, thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, sweet. You're welcome. I'll be back in just a few moments with the intuitive life and my guest, John Holland. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. 
Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Welcome back, everybody. And I'm here with my guest, John Holland. And John, I was just asking during the break, um, if someone asked why the numbers, what would, how would you describe right. how you use well, them? Well, it's, um, I mean, I, that's how I base some, my uh, psychic tarot deck. That it's on colors, it's on numbers, and I'm a fan of numerology. And every number vibrates to its own frequency, has its own meaning. Um, you know, I learned a lot from uh, Vincent Barra, who's passed away, good mentor and uh, friend of mine, Glendis McCants, who's also brilliant with numerology. She, uh, you know, one, each number resonates. Uh, a certain frequency and they have and that's not too woo woo one is beginnings two is partnership three is trinity family four is foundation so there's a meaning and i just ask people let me have three numbers just to jump into their space all right instead of instead, uh, because when i'm doing radio i don't like silence long pauses you know because people are like is this working you know so um yeah so i may ask someone for numbers or i may just go right into it i never know uh, every caller is different you know, yeah, don't don't think about it. People when you're when you're picking the numbers, just whatever comes to your head, just spit it out. And that's the best way to do right. it. Don't think about it too much. All right. So let's go to um, 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 Christine in, in Wisconsin. Hello, Christine. Hello. Hi, thanks. Hi, for Christine. Coming. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What can I do for you, darling? Um, I was just, I guess I'm open to hearing what you have to say, if there's anybody that wants to come through, or if I'm not sure if you work with guides, if my guides have a, a, yep. a uh, message for me. I'd rather, I, I, I work, um, I'd rather give something, I, as much as I love Christine working with guides, I need validation. Uh, for, okay. You know, guides can give, guides can give wise wisdom, all right, but it's, I really trust the psychic, and I mean, I, if someone's a student, the guides come through, uh, you know, but um, as I'm with you, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just surrounded by, um, say your name for me again, please. Christine. All right, Christine. Okay. Uh, Christine, uh, am I right? You lost your mom, sweetheart, please. No, she's still here. Okay. I feel like I have a mom figure that wants to be acknowledged. Also, and this always means mother-in-law, Christine, grandmother. All right. Um, as as I'm doing this, are you are you the baby girl in the family? Are you the only, only girl, girl or the young? Yeah, sweetheart. Oh, this is this is your, this is one of your grandmothers. Okay. This feels like a grandmother. Um, is your mom's mom has passed, please? Yes. Yeah, you knew this woman, yes? Yes. Yeah. Um, when you were growing up, darling, too, is she in the same city and the same or the same town as you? Also, please, because there's a closeness. I don't, you know. Um, Mine lived in another part of Mass, uh, New England, so I didn't get to see them too much. Was she right in your town, like close by, please? She was close, and I, I spent a lot of time with her. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like you were blessed, Christine. You got two moms, right? You got grandma, but I, I don't want to make her old, okay? Um, because mm -hmm. I feel like this woman, I just feel like I can't make her into a Betty Crocker grandmother, you know, with the white hair and the bun. She's like, don't do that to me, okay? And I just feel like you're blessed with, uh, you know, with, with, with two moms. But I think that um, out of, just say yes or no, Christine. Don't give me too much. You're the only girl, right? Okay? Are you the, her last granddaughter born or her only granddaughter? Last. 
Yeah, see? So you were her last chance to have a baby girl granddaughter. Do you understand? Or your parents, do you understand? So I just feel yeah. like you're, you're, very, you're very, very special here, too. And she's talking about here, too, Christine. I know she's been gone for a while now, correct? She's been gone for a while, a number of years, yeah? We're talking like more yeah. than, what, eight, ten, ten years, right? Did you go into teaching as a profession, or have you ever taught school? I was, no. No. Where's the someone who works in education? That teaches schools. If it's not for you, who who worked in schools or taught children? Uh-huh. Please, my sister-in-law. Okay, so your sister-in-law. So that's your brother's wife. My husband's wife, or my husband's sister. Yeah. Okay, your husband's oh. sister. All right. Um, I I I, I want to stick more to your family. Okay, as far as uh, oh wait a minute, she's correcting me. Good, good, good. Did you go to university, Christine? Yes. Yeah. Did you um uh, it did you stop school and then go back or did you switch schools in, in for university or two different colleges? Yes. Yeah. I just feel like um whatever you well, went to school for, um I don't know if she saw you graduate, and she probably did, but I just feel like there's an encouragement there, something about school or is there a sense of proudness with you? She she really really is. And she's also talked, "Oh, right. Okay. Where's your dad, Christine, please? Where's your dad?" He's passed. Yeah, he is. Okay. I should have, that's a polite way of saying he's over there and I shouldn't ask it as a question. I just feel like um, someone wants to be acknowledged who's coming in with his mother-in-law. If, okay, this is your mother's mother. Where, who, who would have had pancreas cancer, Christine, or liver cancer or, in, or the stomach cancer, please? Lower, lower. No one that I can think of. Didn't didn't your uh, didn't your dad Christine have some type of cancer in in his in his stomach or up going up to the lung area, please? He had a congestive heart failure, so lungs okay. were a problem. Okay, that's fine. But remember, there's something who else is coming through too. There's something it could be grandma about intestinal cancer, colon cancer, um, you know, stomach cancer. All right, but um, I don't feel like your dad Christine's been gone. Is he only gone like two three years now, please? No, it's it's been a little longer. Wow, I just feel like you are his you are the baby girl sweetheart. Okay, you are the star, you are the princess. And speaking of star, he's taken me to the month of December. I was born December twentieth, Christine. Why is December significant as far as uh besides Christmas? Is December your birthday also? No. Where does okay, mm-hmm. work with me, darling, okay? Where's what's okay. with the December connection? I can't think of anything. Um my birthday's in March. So he passed in November. Okay, that's all right. Remember, write some of this down, uh, Christine. Cause yep. we, I know we got to work fast here, but I feel like okay. there is a uh, uh, an anniversary or a birthday connection in December, and I want you to think on your mom's side um, also. Okay. And why am I seeing my name is very common, Christine, right, John, right? But isn't there a John connection for you also, please? Mm, or Joseph? My, or my, Joseph is my husband. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't like to give two names, Mary and John, because we all have one, right? So I'm getting the, I'm getting the, uh, the, J, uh, the J-O name here, too. And when your dad passed down, okay, he was still married to your mother, correct? Yes. Yeah, this is a guy who loved his family, um, Christine. Do you understand that? And, I mean, um, the, he's all about family, family, family. Um, and I don't feel uh, he's an older man, Christine. Like, my dad just passed at 81. I am not at that age, am I, with him? No, he's 66. 
absolutely, sweetheart. I don't because I feel in this a sense of humor to your dad, Christine. Can you validate that for me? Did your dad have a sense yes. of humor? Because yes. it's just like he's making me aware I'm not an old man. All right. This is a guy who knows what to say. All right. And this is a guy who might have uh, not all guys know how to work with their hands. I don't. I, I pay people to do this for me. But I feel like this guy, your dad, I just I can hear Laura laughing. Christine, was your dad handy with his hands, please? He could build. He could fix. He was a truck mechanic. Absolutely, my love. This is so him. This is a man, man, man. You understand? Like 100 percent male. But he's all about yes. the family, and he is the protector, Christine, and he knows you've been thinking about him. You call today wondering, I wonder if he'll come through. I wonder if I'll get picked. All right? Do you understand yes. that? Okay? Yes. And he just, kept, he just gave me the double rainbows or watch for the rainbows. And everyone who knows me, I'm not a butterfly rainbow kind of medium, but there's a big rainbow connection. All right? So I don't know if, someone, if that's the sign for you or if someone saw that and thought of your dad, okay, or thought of your dad. Um, and let me ask you really quick, too. You said you went to uh, university, right? Yes. Okay. Are you, what did you go to school for, please? Uh, police officer. Wow. Okay. Did you, did you end up going into it? Yes. Okay. Are you still there in that profession? No, I'm retired. Okay. Wow, you sound too young, darling. You really, mm-hmm. really do. All right. Um, I don't feel you 100% retired. Uh, Michelle, so I don't know if you have, a, uh, Christine, a, a side job or you're going to or doing some type of advice on this, too. But you're 100% retired, Christine. You're done. you done? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Someone may try to bring you back into the fold. All right. And it'll be your decision. Say, you know what? I don't want to. And, but your dad's very, very proud of you. You're not just a police officer. Right. Aren't you the sergeant or the captain? Uh, no, I wasn't. No, no. So you were, um, I don't want to say regular police officer. I just feel like your dad's very, very proud. But he got to see you become a police officer, correct? Yeah, he actually came with me on several several times at night and rode with me, along with me. Right, okay. I feel like you, you're like, uh, you must have been in for a number of years, Christine, because either I'm getting like that sergeant, captain, detective kind of feeling with you. So I think you might have worked outside of just being a regular, uh, regular cop. Oh, that's good, 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 sir. You weren't, a, a, um, uh, you weren't a, the kind of cop that has the dog, the police dog with you, are you? No, I, I wanted to be, but I, could, I couldn't. Would you, would you understand if I, your dad said I have the, the German Shepherd with me? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. He just said, tell her the German Shepherd is with me. All right. So I have a little dog, Westie, a West Highland Terrier, right? But he's saying, whoever had the German Shepherd, your dad's got them. All right. And animals do go on, uh, Christine, with you. But he knows that you're, you're thinking of them. Okay. And you got two brothers, too, correct, Christine? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. He's saying to me, either call your mother or call one of your brothers. All right. Someone's out of touch with you or you've been out of touch with them. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. I don't talk it's to okay. my brother, so. <laughs> no, no, All I say, Christine, is anything can happen in a blink of an eye. This is not a uh, prediction by no means. Um, it's okay to send a card, a text saying, hey, thinking of you, I'm here if you ever need anything. And if they reach back, Christine, great. Okay? And if they don't, you never have to say could have, would have, or should have, darling. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you're a mother too, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Did you adopt, Christine? No. Did you raise someone else's child or was someone else raised in the family by someone else? No. 
Okay. Remember that. Remember December, what I said. Remember the okay. stuff about the shepherd. And remember your okay. dad's personality. And you are the one. Okay? You are the daughter. I mean, the star. Remember, this is all because of the grandmother coming in first. Okay? All right? And it's okay to send a text or a card to one of your siblings. All right? Will you think about that? You know, you don't have to yes. take my, you know, as, you know, it's just advice. All right, Dallas? So thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Take thank care. you. Just take a moment here. We still get a lot of callers here. Just take a moment. For, uh, I just wanted to mention, too, um, for people who want to learn how to make their own connection for, for themselves to their loved ones, you have a wonderful book that people have raved about um, ever since it came out a few years ago, Bridging Two Realms. Can you tell people a bit about that? Yeah, Bridging Two Realms. It's to help people that have suffered loss. Um, a lot of people wanted to know, where are they? What are they doing? Can they see me? How do they go over? So the first part of the book helps people before they pass, what happens during the transition, and then after. Um, and a lot of people, and I wrote it, Laura, the second part, because there were so many people wanting to do mediumship. And, you know, uh, so the second part of the book is dedicated to that. So the first part is about how a medium works. Um, I mean, what what happens to the person during, uh, because and it's I was there for my mother before, during, and after. So that was a good way. Um, and it's, there's a lot of stuff in there, a lot of techniques of how you can have your own connections with your loved ones. I did a lot of research, a lot of ND, near-death experience stuff, and uh, there's just a lot of research and study in there. And the second part is for how, do you, how to make yourself uh, even more receptive to the other side, to the point if you want to become a medium also. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. And and it's really a great book to read too. If you're thinking about going to visit a medium, you've never visited a medium before and right. had a meeting, it gives you some background to understand what the process is. So um, yeah, and what to help. expect, and what the, what you should expect from the reading, and if you, and from the medium's point of view, what you need to be doing for what you should be doing for the client or the person who's seeking your help who who has that broken heart right now. Exactly. So it's for for yep. the receiver and the medium. So yep, wonderful book. All right, so let's go to, let me see, let's go to Dwayne. Hello, Dwayne. I think I've got your name. Dwayne? Am I saying that right? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are you still there? Hi. We can hear you. Dwayne? Richard? I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. Oh, I thought they were there, but they're gone. Right. Oh, no, wait. Uh, hello? Oh, hello? Hi. <laughs> we we're trying to be persistent. Hi. Uh, I'm sorry. I know, Am my, I saying your name? Well, it's, it's, um, it's a, I share this line with Dwayne Chisholm. Oh, okay. I didn't, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize. Okay, what's, he, what's your name? That's okay. Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Okay. <laughs> How can we help uh, you today? Oh, I, um, I'm just listening, and I'm just, uh, this past reading that I was listening to, I, I had a lot of similarities, and I was starting to wonder if um, that message was meant for me. Um, but uh, i just calling to find out what John is sensing or what he can share with me. Okay. okay. Yep. Hi, Jessica. And the reading was for her, but a lot of, I mean, there's 7 billion people in the world. So something's going to sound similar to somebody. Uh, but I think too, though, if somebody can, uh, I always say, Jessica, some people get the, the, the letter, uh, meaning, you know, and other people get a postcard. 
So some people can share in other people's messages. And I think spirit has a way of, you know, trickling down some other facts that other people can take, um, take to heart um, also. And as I'm with you too, Jessica, you've got one of the most giving hearts, darling, okay? And I could feel it just because you listen to Unity Radio, but I know you're, you're a spiritual person, aren't you, Jessica? Yes, I am. Yeah, you got this blue all over you. Were you raised Catholic, Jessica, please? I am Catholic, but really we didn't practice when Okay, I you know you know you, you know the blue that I'm talking about. You know how when they portray Mother Mary, she's always got that turquoise blue on or that bluish color? That's the color I'm picking up with you, all right? Blue to me is a very very spiritual color and it's all it's 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 it goes right into your heart area also. Um and I know that's the heart center which is green for me, but you got this whole blue thing. That, what I want you to do to though Jessica is you're a giver, you're a giver, you're a giver. All right? I want you to learn how to now receive um, Jessica, okay? Learn, learn. Do you understand that, Jessica? Okay? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like you're giving, giving, giving. And you know what, too, Jessica? This happened with me recently, too. There's a friend who's looking for, um, I tried to help, tried to help. Sometimes I try too much, all right? You can only do so much. You give them the tools, and then you have to let go, because people have to do it on their own. So just save some energy um, for yourself also, too, all right? Um, Jessica, um, how many, do you have uh, si- do you do you have sisters, please? Yes. Right. Did you lose a sister? No. I just feel like I have like a, a woman who wants to be acknowledged. Oh, um, I understand that. Um, growing up, Jessica, can I ask how old you are, Jessica, please? 57. 57. Did you lose a friend, a girlfriend that was like a sister to you or a best friend female? Yes. Yeah. I almost want to say soul sister, Jessica. Do you understand that? Like a soul sister. Um, you know, and sometimes our family, sometimes our friend are, is our real family, but this woman comes very, very close to you. And I feel like this would have happened a, um, a number of years ago. And I just feel like this is sort of an illness that was unexpected, um, Jessica, if she passes this way. All right. Am I going back to like high school years or something, Jessica, with you or uh, in her 20s when she passes? Uh, no, this is recent. We're coming up on a year. Okay. And, uh, Why is this cancer with her, Jessica, please? Yes. Did do you know if it started in the, um, uh, in the lung or the breast? In the female organs. Okay. Said, all right. Forgive me at being a guy. You know what I mean? It's not like, um, um, <laughs> it's not like emphysema. It's a, I'm a guy, so I'm trying to be, um, but she's, she's very close, all right, as she's coming through. But has she been a friend for years, though, Jessica? Do we go back in time with her? Yes? Yes. Yeah, like back, okay, we're talking a number of years. I feel like you would have known her for a number of years. She's thanking you for being the sister, and it's almost weird, Jessica. Just say yes or no, darling. Did, did she not have sisters herself? Did she have any sisters herself? She did not. The reason why I'm asking, Laura, because she said, this is what she said, Jessica, you are the sister she never had. Jessica, do you understand? Yes. Okay, you are the sister she never had. All right? Isn't she, a, is she a mom also? Yes. I feel like your kid, and you're a mother too, aren't you, Jess? Yes. I just feel like her kids knew your kids, or you, and she think, I don't know, after she passed, I don't know if you did something special for her kids. I don't know how old you are, how old her kids are, but she's thanking you for being there for her children, all right? And they're probably big kids or adults, 
but I feel like you were there somehow gave inspiration. I don't care if it's a hug or what it is, Jessica, but there's a big, big thank you. Now, I know you, I don't know if you were calling for hoping she would come through or a parent, but this is the woman that wants to be acknowledged. I didn't even want to do pick a number with you. You know, it's like, no, right in there. The color blue, Mother Mary, the, your heart as a giver is coming through. But she's coming through. Lovely lady, too, Jess. You understand? This is a lovely lady, kind. kind. Oh, yeah. And, and she, yep, and she's saying to me, she must have passed in your city, Jess, didn't she? Is she in your city when she passes? Uh, well, I've moved away from that city. Um, so my old neighborhood, I went back and spent okay. time with her. Yes, you did. She, the reason why I say that, Laura, is because she's saying she was right there for me, which means to me, if you're in California and in Boston, that's going to be almost impossible. But she said to me, I know you were there. She's thanking you for being there. And I just feel like there might have been a time when she th- you thought she was out of it, but she knows you are there. I, I feel like you're sitting on the bed with her, but she's, oh, bless you, sweetheart. She just said, you made her laugh. Yes. Okay. But she was, she was, she was, she knew this was happening, Jessica. Do you understand? And I feel like she had to prepare other people, but you were so there for her, Jessica. Don't ever forget how much you did for her. All right. Because they take that to the other side. All right. And, the, and she knows this. And she just gave me a big Valentine heart. So the month of February is going to be significant, too, for you, Jess, okay, in the family or for you, the Valentine heart. That doesn't mean Valentine's Day, but they're taking me to the, uh, to the month of February. She's also talking about here, too. I don't know what state you're in. Um, I feel like this – you, do you have American Indian blood in you, Jessica? No. Do you know if she did? No. Okay. Remember that I'm giving. No, nope. I'm right here. Remember, someone collects or has something to do with American Indians. Okay, or has to do with American Indians. But she is. She is okay. All right. And she just said, let her know. She must have lost her mother, uh, Jess. Yes. She lost her mother. What's that? Uh, did she lose her mother, Jessica? Yes, many, many, many years ago, though. Because she, she said, "Will you let her know I finally met up with my mother?" Do you understand? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So that's that's it. All right. That's that's who wants to come through. But there's a big thank you. And do you understand being there for her children? Did you help them when she passed in some way? Uh, you know, you try to be present. Um, I, I hope I was a help. She's telling you, Jessica, you were, all right? Not you hope, she's telling you, and she's coming from the spirit world down through that dimension to me in this dimension, thanking you for that. And she just gave me a giant sunflower too, Jessica, all right? So that's going to have significance too. Either someone has the sunflowers for her, okay, I'm looking at some right now in a vase for me, or the, uh, the song, You Are My Sunshine, My Only Sunshine, all right? So remember that, Don, but there's a big thank you for being there for her. And the biggest thing out of this is you were the sister she never had. You understand? Mm-hmm. All right, darling. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Okay, thank you. Thanks thank for holding. You. Yep. All righty. Um, we're just on the last couple of minutes here. What I wanted to um, talk about just for a brief moment here is you know, a lot of people who listen to my show, especially in the last few months, um, I have someone who's on the first Monday of every month named Ann Hens, and we talk about the tarot for the hour, and we do tarot Yeah, readings. good old Ann. 
Yes. So, but she used to be, she used to do radio with this gentleman for many, many years. And, and you have a great event that's coming up. And I wanted to, you to share that with our listeners. Well, she actually helped me when I came, when I did Psychic Tarot for the Heart and other decks. She is like the tarot goddess. Um, she's yeah. been doing, you know, she's a mentor of mine when it comes to the tarot. So I, th- I thought it would be finally time that the two of us do a webinar since we're, you know, everyone's still Zooming and it's okay. Keep it quite affordable. So if someone understands the tarot or wants or been curious about it, here's a way to how to tap into them using your psychic ability also, as opposed to just reading the book. Um, so it's a, it's a uh, two, two and a half hour event. But then I said, that's not enough. Uh, and let's not add on another bonus night of doing readings. So people can go to johnholland.com for that. And uh, it'll be coming up in August. And uh, it's great. Um, we, and it doesn't matter what deck of cards you had. We're going to be using my deck, the Psychic Tarot. But, you know, anything. When I said pick a number, Laura, the tarot cards can get you tapped in. Runes, R-U-N-E-S, runes. It doesn't matter. They're just like, a, they're for, for me, tarot cards were like a, a springboard into doing other work. And plus the symbolism, it, it sparks the intuition um, also. So it's, I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward uh, to it with her. Because I know there's a lot of tarot and oracle people out there. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of people who have, who have the deck and they maybe have had it on their shelf for a lot of years. And they say, someday I'm going to learn how to use that. This is a great opportunity to dust off that deck and start using it. Because they're going to break it all yeah. down into a way that's very easy to understand. Because um, a lot we'll of people get overwhelmed. Re- uh, yeah, we, yeah, we can... You can pick two cards and do a reading. You can pick three. You don't have to – we'll show you how to do this quick and easy because um, some people, they're nervous about it. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's upside down. you got all these numbers. you got the coins. you got the rods. you got this. So it's easy. Let us help you. <laughs> Absolutely. And you guys will break it down, make it easier for people to understand. You don't have to be a tarot master to start using your card deck. So absolutely. Check that out at johnholland.com. So, Thank you, Laura. I can't believe this was a quick hour. My goodness, it's, we're coming down to the last few seconds here. But thank you so much, John, for coming on. And, and hopefully you can do this again sometime. I'd love to. You know how to find me. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, you do. Thank but you. thank you, everyone. I know this was yeah. fast, but go to johnholland.com. I'm, I'm here. Thank yes, you, Laura. Thank you for everybody who was on the line. I'm so sorry we couldn't get to everybody, but hopefully you can catch us next time when he's on again. Have a great week, everybody. And I will catch you next week on The Intuitive Life here on Unity Radio. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.